Nordic Keyforge podcast. My name is Saramis Simon. With me, I have Hydrophilic Attack and Algernon uh, <laughs> on a small corner who might pop in or who might not pop out is uh, Mr. K pop. And uh, together, we are here to give you the big update on the Nordic Keyforge League that wrapped up just last week or was it even this week no it was last week and on our own performances what decks work what didn't some statistics and of course expert commentary on the state of the keyforge meta in the nordic keyforge league how are you everyone well i'm good i have uh, plenty of reasons to to feel great uh, after these past week so yeah I'm, I'm all good yeah hydro how are you feeling uh hydrated this is my second big uh, cup of tea if that's your one big good thing then i feel sorry for you <laughs> uh, <laughs> mr k-pop what what about you well this is my big water jug mug he no, is I'm, uh, I'm... showing a, a big mug of water here it's on like screen. one one liter big glass of what it's called no, I'm I'm good. Super nice. I'm excited to be back, and um, I'm actually excited to uh, see uh, and 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 listen to what you you have on your minds um, about the last league that you have played. And by the way, congratulations, Argenon. Uh, well done. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, nice to hear. As, as for myself, I've been sick a couple of days, but I'm now slowly starting to recover. I've been recovering with opening some new Worlds Collide decks and playing a lot of games with degenerate decks. Uh, so life goes on as usual, pretty much. I'm really looking forward to updating my lineup with even more hateful, uh, disturbing decks for next season. <coughs> but let's first and foremost congratulate Algenon for uh, the big victory in the playoffs from the best of gold division, which is the highest division in NKF- NKFL. He is the champion of season 17 of the Nordic Keyforge League. Congratulations. How does it feel? It actually feels uh, really great. I-, I was more happy than I thought I would be, to be honest, for winning um, something like this. Uh, but I suppose after 16 seasons, uh, finally, winning something is uh, is a nice <laughs> nice thing, and I don't expect to win uh, anytime soon again, given the fact that we have a lot of crazy lineups coming up from from silver and below. So uh, yeah, going yeah. into the season, it was very unexpected to see two Swedish players in the finals. And we even yeah. had three Swedish players in the top four. Many of us did not bet on that going into the season. Uh, who was your opponent? Tell us a little bit about uh, them in the match and then so on. For the final, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the final. Um, so in the final, I faced uh, Christopher or Wiz12, um, who actually came second in the in the the like. Uh, gold beta division after use armies indeed and um well first i had to to meet sarmis then in the semifinals which was really tough and uh well for the finals uh, i actually did way more prep than i've ever done for any 
and gave her uh, a mat. Proud of you, her. young Padawan. What, <laughs> so, what was the prep? What was the process? Like, like my normal process is spending 10 to 15 minutes looking through decks uh, and doing like I mark the decks from one to three in which order I want to ban them. And um, basically, uh, first game, I just pick one at random from my decks. And then in game two and game three, I actually look at matchups. So that's not a very good process. So I figured uh, in a final, maybe do some more uh, methodical uh, work. So I, I played through every single uh, possible matchup uh, cool. that we had between our decks and uh, marked like uh, an approximate percentage chance uh, that my deck had to beat theirs um, and came up with like three of his decks that I saw as uh, problematic for most of my decks and also three of my decks uh, that had good matchups versus a majority of his decks. So I wouldn't say it surprised me uh, I think my like gut reaction was nice, so it sort of confirmed, as in what what decks I, I was supposed to ban. Um, but it did help in creating good matchups during the game, um, mm-hmm. um, a lot. So yeah, I, I think it helped uh, quite a bit to do that prep, but it took some time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I can I can imagine. How were the games themselves? Were they did they all go to plan or or? What was the general? I'd say it actually they were quite similar in the games we played in the semifinals. As in game one, I predicted he were he was gonna pick his safe deck. He played it first in the semifinals. Uh, he also played it first last time we faced each other. So I, I figured maybe he would play it first. A classical sin in NKFL. Don't get predictable. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I ended up playing Burton, uh, which I thought had a, like a decent chance versus that deck, but obviously he didn't pick it. He picked the deck that had, uh, I thought uh, was the worst matchup for Burton. But uh, as in our semifinals, Burton over... Uh, over-delivered? Over-delivered, yeah. It did a what deck it, that uh, almost has no like full board wipe somehow manages to keep like a 26-creature board clear. Yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. I'm not bitter. It has a yeah. lot of bounce, right? It has some uh, loss in the woods and three fates. No, or something like that. no, three, uh, three fates. It has <laughs> three fates. two of them, and it has an appendage that can bring it back, and that's usually also what we bring back. But it has the nature's call. Nature's so call. So that's right. the bounce you think about. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, so but like it has a lot of pips, and if it can keep the board down, uh, it also keeps moving at all times, uh, keeps moving forward with pips. So uh, that was the case in the game versus uh, Simon. It was also the case versus uh, Christopher, that uh, it just uh, went too fast. Uh, so I won that 3-1, and I think he, he still had three bonus things and two red pennies in his deck that didn't uh, come out oh, in time. So, yeah, um, just went too fast. And then in game two, I played my tie deck. Uh, I had a decent matchup uh, versus his safe deck. Um, and it was really, really close. Uh, I think it was like one ember in the end uh, difference. Uh, but he, he won that one. 
And then in the last one, uh, I felt like uh, I had a good matchup uh, with uh, MacLeod, which is my MM deck with lots of mutants. It has lots of uh, must-kill creatures, uh, and it creates board uh, really fast. Uh, it also has um, Amphora Captura and um, and uh, what's the other one? Curiosaurus. Yeah, Curiosaurus. Yeah. Um, uh, but those didn't come into play uh, in the final. Uh, but that's uh, if it goes late, it also uh, has a lot of nice tricks to just uh, keep, uh, keep. Well, he has a lot of Ember control and if you if you get to that board state. But here I started with four Logos creatures in the first uh, hand, and he, he didn't have an immediate response. He took two, uh, right. took two turns, and that was just too late. So I won that one 3-1 as well. Do you know what? I have prepared a special prize for you for uh, winning the whole NKFL. What is that? Do that I, is, oh, uh, I can pick one of your league decks? No, no, sorry. No? Oh, okay. uh, not not quite. Uh, no, the price is actually that I will tell you what your uh, tie deck is actually called. Oh. So you can stop saying my tie deck. Yeah. Okay. What is it called? Are you are you uh, excited to to hear the to hear the result? I I'm very excited. It is called, if Google Translate is correct, the Godfather with bloody hands. Oh wow! Oh. Holy wow. shit! That's so now that deck name. is Godfather. Godfather. Okay. Nice. That's a super good Thanks. name. It yep. is. Could be my best best name. See? Well, wasn't that a gift to cherish yeah. as a champion? Yeah, that's, that's better nice. than I can a deck. Say Godfather. Yeah, exactly. Better than any of my league decks, surely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, with the champion uh, covered, uh, how, has, uh, how did you place Hydro and how was your season? Uh, I'll tell. You, I'll get back to Carla later, so he can tell us about the abysmal start of the season. But right now, I just wanted to check yeah. with everyone. So I was in the same uh, same division as Card, Gold Alpha, I guess. Uh, and I had a really good start. Uh, I won all my games, one three zero, and then two one two one, a lot. Uh, and yeah, I, I thought I had a good chance to <laughs> get to. Uh, to uh, to the playoffs and then the last two weeks i just lost everything uh lost one match one two i lost one match zero zero three which never happens but i did and do it uh and yeah but i mean uh, the second to last week was an opponent that I always lose against, and then <laughs> he doesn't do so well in the rest of the league. So <laughs> that's kind of a bad opponent for me, <laughs> because your nemesis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, because uh, everyone, many many other players beat him, and then I lose to him, and then yeah, compared to other people, I I do poorly then. But um, he has also kind of high roll decks, which I also have, uh, and uh, yeah. So my decks are sometimes okay. Some of them are good at stopping a high roll, but but uh, not all of them. And I usually, yeah, ba basically his high rolls beat my high roll this time. Um, so yeah, we'll get him next time. And then I played uh, in the last week. I played against Emperor Riku, and yeah, he he just played beautifully. I thought I got good matchups, uh, and the bands were okay. Maybe I should have. 
not picked the deck I picked for the first ban first. I thought it was the most dangerous, but probably not one he was likely to protect. Um, uh, but yeah, I was happy with the bans. I was happy with the matchups, and uh, then I lost every game. <laughs> so, oh. but I needed to win that two are... one uh, to uh, to uh, oh, okay. to get promoted. Uh, so uh, after you, so uh, yeah, I will come back to deck selections a little bit. I'll just give a very brief summary of my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, season went extremely well. I won every single matchup 2-1, I believe, except one that I won 3-0. I, my lineup performed uh, very, very well. Uh, I felt confident going into my semifinals, and uh, it was my year. It was my season. Um, got good matchups in the semifinals. So the first one I guessed correctly. I figured last time this went swellingly. It was a 3-0. The stupid uh, three fates was at the bottom and despite i have creatures that can soak it up like i have 26 creatures what can go wrong yeah that didn't go so well but apart from that the season actually went according to plan Uh, (laughs) until it didn't (laughs) until it didn't but it is and we should mention the game two there where you played just excellently uh, versus my godfather Um, that is actually true uh, there's a stream uh that Karen and Murph did, right? Yeah. Uh, where they, uh, half of the game is spent them uh, lamenting how extremely poorly I'm doing and how there's no chance to come back from that position. And the second half of the stream is them admiring everything I do. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good ego trip watching it. But it was also my feeling when we played, uh, I was extremely happy with the matchup and I felt like in the first half, just, yeah, this is a cruise. I'm just gonna win this. And then once uh, you hit uh, Monumental Strix and Animator on the board, things start to get rough. Because I have no no way to deal with it. And you basically create an ember pool that I can't touch with all my steel. And you play zero pips and just remove anything I put on the board. Yeah, it was frustrating, but also extremely impressive how you like immediately figured that was the way to beat my deck. Uh, that on the surface is kind of a very good matchup. Yeah, my only single win condition was to not generate any regular Ember, and what just the, every Logos turn, every Sauron turn, I would take one with the Monumental Tricks, even throwing away my Citizen Tricks constantly. So yeah. it was in the discard. Nice. Yeah, man, that's 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 something I feel like I should watch actually that game because that's also part of the key, key forge experience when you in the middle of those hectic moments come up with that no this is the moment this is not the not the original way of playing where i just play down the cards and dudes and they steal and do stuff no this is the only way to win that's that's superb to hear that uh, you have had that kind of experience and uh, I, I really need to watch that uh, stream yeah. or that replay yeah it felt like uh, if you want one game to really show where skill uh, makes a difference I think you should watch that game. It felt very much like it was a long time uh, since I played versus uh, Helena, but it was the same experience where like uh, the patience of building up just a board state and a game state uh, where you can't lose. Uh, it was the same uh, same kind of deal here. So it was a frustrating game, but also impressive to watch. And do you remember how close I was to losing it with my last play? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget to throw away the tr- the tricks. So I use the the monument. It's like it's inevitable. I just need to throw the tricks, take one ember, and there's no way that Carly can do to stop me. And I don't throw away the tricks. I use the monument. I have zero ember, so it doesn't move anything. Oof. And I don't steal anything. And I'm like, that's game. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get out of that? I Carl I... didn't have any ember control. And I generate. I, I gambled and generated one ember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the red pennies had already been like used. Yeah. Uh, nice. I was nice. Yeah, that was a... Very good, but other than that, it went went well. But now, uh, and Linus, you did not play last season, is right? No, I didn't play at all. I I've had my hiatus, so I, I now said the that champ is coming back. No, I'm actually coming with weaker lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming with weaker lineup when when there's a bunch of really good players coming into the league. So it feels. But good. you're coming with a thicker wallet. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the the newest set. Wait to make things. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just gonna try to survive. See how well I will do with the the decks that I have left, and uh, just have a good time. So. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. It's really nice to have you back both here and in the league itself. But now I want to hear a little bit uh, lineup analysis. Did you? We'll start with uh, Hydro this time. Hydro, did you have a plan going in, or did you just go with uh, my six best decks? And if you did have a plan, how did it pan out? Are you going to make changes? I mean, I have, I have this. I had the same plan as I've had for the last five seasons, or something. So it's punish uh, crush decks. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, and the, there are fewer of those crush decks, so maybe it's working. Maybe I'm getting them slowly out of the meta. I don't know, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I have a, a bunch of kind of fa- three decks, two decks that are really fast. Like Rush, one is pure Rush, one is uh, Heist. Uh, one deck that doesn't look like a Rush, but it's kind of board flood with some steel, and it's faster than it looks. Uh, and then, and then I have some uh, some three gimmick decks. You can say yeah, I have that. Like thirty thirty amber control deck with four red penny and three infernus, uh, and also quite good capture in sanctum. Uh, that's one of the gimmick decks. I have my uh, low curve, which is just a really good kind of tool deck, toolbox deck. The underestimation deck, yeah, we can call it. Yeah, sometimes it has a good matchup and and can take a win, and sometimes it it does it overperforms. Uh, a lot, uh, and uh, my third deck is my Quicksilver Stone deck, uh, which is also a little bit of. It's not quite a rush deck, I don't think, but it's also faster than it looks. Um, so yeah, so kind of decks, mm-hmm. uh, all decks, four decks that don't care too much if you if you wipe my board. Wipe the board, yeah, yeah, yeah to and, the anti-crush part. And then two decks that care a bit more. But, but... Are you planning on uh, switching out in a deck for the next? No, I'm not making any changes. Oops, it's not submitted yet. But no, I'm I'm keeping it like this. All right. Until until all the crush is gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was Hydro. What about you, Carl? Uh, did it go as planned? What was the what was the idea with the lineup, and how did it pan out? Apart from winning the entire thing, but 
you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah, my my season as a whole certainly wasn't uh, like smooth sailing from the from the start. Uh, I started with three losses, three one two losses uh, at the start of the season. So uh, lost versus Emperor Riku in round one, then versus Hydro in round two, uh, or no uh, versus uh, Jake Russell in round two, and then Hydro in round three. So by then, obviously, I thought I was gonna fight for survival uh, rather than for the playoff, but uh, managed to finish with three, uh, two 3-0 wins, and that just uh, got me one more win than Hydro in the end, so um, yeah, felt quite lucky to, to get to the playoff in the first place, and then felt like I also had um, uh, yeah some luck in, in matchups and, and draw in the playoff, so I guess it was just my year to be lucky. Um, yeah, so I, I can't say that I picked a lineup that was... Um, sort of with a single archetype or with a bigger plan as to how it would work in the in the banning phase or so but uh, uh, i always switch out a few decks and this time i swapped uh, swapped out two decks and brought two new ones uh, i kept uh, burton my kota rush deck uh, i kept my genka deck uh, and uh, i also kept uh, uh, MacLeod and uh, Godfather then uh, from previous seasons, and I brought in uh, an old uh, deck that I've used one season before, a double dab deck, um, but with quite a few mutants. But it still does pretty okay uh, in general. Uh, and also uh, Cycling, which is an MM deck, uh, quite bursty, tends to do very well versus non-MM. Uh, since it's burst with mutants and multi blessing and dev, uh, it also has Ethan's Yar, which is a really nice tool. That one actually went 5-0 this uh, this season, so it was my best performer. So that one I will keep for the future uh, as well. Um, and yeah, so so my Genka deck I didn't play much, but um, uh, it tends to get uh, banned. Uh, I didn't ban it. Oh, I never banned yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't ban it, but. Uh, did I lose versus versus you? Yeah. No, you didn't play it. No, I didn't play it. The fear of the of his uh, non-banning. I have made. I have made. I I dominate everyone who has a Jenka deck. They didn't play it because I've convinced everyone. I I, I am the best against so Jenka. You hold the key. Yeah, but you you play only rush decks, and that was my Jenka deck. Yeah. Experience, so <laughs> makes sense. No, it's 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 my it's it's my brilliant plan. That's the only reason. The uh, psychology. Yes. Okay, yeah. And uh, Lilus, have you any thoughts going into into the next season, season eighteen? About uh, your decks. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing that um, uh, my collection is quite slim, and uh, there really isn't that much room to wiggle. Let me so, guess: is it six decks? Yeah, kind of. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's like I have like sixty decks or something like that nowadays. Yeah. And um, oh, you sold a lot. And, yeah, I've, I've I've sold a lot. So, uh, so I and I sold those two two of my best ones. So I really really don't have um, that much to wiggle. So I'm gonna just gonna play with the kind of like what Allegrin said, the ones that I like and I feel like are good. And I just need to see how long I will go with that lineup. And then probably to next season, uh, 
dif- like depending how well I will do, uh, I will probably make some changes. If not, then I will just keep waiting for uh, the newest set and hope that I will find something there. That's that's probably the way I will. I can't. That's that's the situation where I am currently. Yeah, oh, but it makes sense. What about you, Sarmes? Yeah. So my plan going into this was that I wanted to switch out at least one of my decks, and I wasn't enjoying playing Sultan much, which was an old one of my first like really well-performing competitive decks. So I, I mostly brought my usual lineup with Helena and Car Keys and Gaza Creed being like the board decks that requires people to answer the board somehow. Then I had Ping, which is the counter deck to a lot of archetypes. Some people really hate it. And, uh, that's the too much to protect anti-rush, Dusanias, Necklifter deck. But then I have oh, Zap. Necklifter. Uh, <laughs> then I Zap, the deck that I've, I know I've spoken a lot with Carl about. Because it's the, we spoke a lot before we knew we were playing in the semifinals about what was good with my decks. Uh, because we never thought that Carl would be in the semifinals at that stage because it was going so poorly. So I was like, yeah, this deck does this and this, and it's so good. And then uh, the second man of the match is, of course, on that deck. <laughs> but that deck is just really, really fun. It has, what is it, 18 pips and really, really big creatures. So it just provides this. You have to deal with both very dangerous creatures and continuously just new checks all the time. Which deck and was it has Zap. Zap, right. My dear Zillus, uh, bring low. So it has several like full Ember control tools as well that can stop the tempo. Then they have to deal with yet another big creature, and uh, and so forth. It's just doing. It has performed really, really well. But the star of the season was a deck that I actually traded Sultan for, but uh, I, or I sold Sultan, and then I said, mm, I'm interested in this deck in your collection from TV Shop. And he said, oh, that one, I, I, it doesn't do well. Like, I can't play that deck. And I said, ah, I have a good feeling about it. It's Ilsixis. Il is it, is its uh, name. And it's uh, it has board wipe in every house. So it has, what is it that it has? It has uh, Axiom of Grisk. It has uh, Gateway. It has, I'm going to bring it up here, two gateways, Bouncing Death Quark, Standardized Testing, Axiom, uh, 23 board control, and it has Animator and Monumental Shrieks and two Citizen Shrieks. So I just wanted a deck that could say, you know what, bring a board, bring anything about the board, I don't care. I'm just going to, every house is going to keep the board clean and then just steal and slowly bring Ember in. And it went incredibly well. I was banned once or twice and had 5-0 in the end. Uh, and I was very, very happy with that swap in. So it really, really did. It. I played it at every opportunity I could. There was always one deck that, that it could have a good matchup against. Uh, but for next season, I am going to swap in some new decks. I have opened quite a lot and had a lot of fun testing new decks. And it's not a secret that I like fast flood decks. Um, so I'm very happy against the anti-crush meta that, that Hydro is uh, bringing to the table. Because if it succeeds in any way of discouraging crush decks, it means my lineup is usually happier. 
Yeah, it's a very uh, long-term plan for myself. Like maybe yes. four years from now, I can benefit from this and start playing my. But but uh, to to be honest, so you basically help Saramis now yeah. and maybe possibly <laughs> help yourself in a few years' time. But to be honest, my decks are actually not as bad against crush decks as they are against opposing board decks generally. Like the things I usually lose against is other decks that board out quicker. So. That's a secret from the last season was that I didn't usually ban the crush decks because I always had like ping or zap or elixirs against them. But I banned fast border decks because my decks don't deal with that. And if they just get the upper hand, I will just be... Then the game is, is already over early hmm. like in the, the game. That, that sounds like kind of like the type of decks that I like to play. So Yeah. There's a reason why why in practice I always lose against uh, Mr. K-pop. Yeah, with the way how you describe it, you're like, yeah, that's that's like my decks. Oh. Yes. So that was my secret that that I spoke a lot about not wanting the creature control and so on, but I always banned the the fast board decks in all my matchups <laughs> that I could. Uh, because usually my decks have no creature control. They have like one targeted creature control or. Nothing even. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm always scared when I play that kind of deck to play against a board deck with some creature control. Like exactly when they can do one-sided board wipes and you can't, yeah. that is the worst. Uh, Karkis just falls completely flat against it. Uh, Helena as well. If, if someone wipes Helena's board but built their own board, Helena's like, oh, I guess you just reap and I can't do anything. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm uh, bringing in some decks that can counter that by ensuring that I will never have a uh, less board than they do. <laughs> That's the theory, at least. Uh, but Elixis really, really was my counter against those decks because it, it it meant that at least one matchup was like almost flawless, or, or there was almost no way that that deck loses against any kind of board deck. With with six six board wipes in it, this it's just not happening. Provided you're timing it at the right time, which you always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I just I just count with getting the matchups. I want half legs. <laughs> that is really cool, though, to hear that uh, like a deck that uh, in someone's hands, uh, like a TV shop, who's also a very strong player, uh, doesn't work, and then you get it and you get it to to really perform uh, extremely well in gold. I think that's uh, really cool. Uh, I think that's so fascinating in general from Keyforge. It's not the first time. I have, for example, sold a deck to a friend, to, to Karen. Uh, there was a Coda deck that I thought was really poor. I just couldn't make it work. And she made it work beautifully. And mm. it's, it's really, really a testament to both different play styles and different like mentalities of how to approach the game that this can happen. That's, that's fascinating to hear, actually. I yeah, and, and like... uh, yeah, mm. sorry. No, I just, I just kind of like feel like everybody should be able to see, oh, this is approximately how the deck should work. And then you play it, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for example, I know that I have a flaw in my, my game plan that I often try to remedy, but I usually forget. I don't reap enough with my board decks. I fight too much. I play them too much like Helena that wants to control the entire board, the entire game state, before I start reaping out. 
I know that I have this flaw and I try to fix it, but that, that is a very different way because one of the most frustrating things is when someone plays like three creatures and then just reap with those three creatures and they like play one card and they don't care what I do. It's so like, I just sit there and it's like, you can't reap, you need to fight this dangerous creature I have here. <laughs> and instead they're like, check. And I'm like, God damn it, now I can't continue building my state. Now I have to deal with this stupid check that they just gave me. Yeah, uh, my biggest flaw, I think, is uh, I always try to look for the uh, combo plays and the like high impact plays. So just chaining myself in order yeah. to, to look for that uh, that uh, broken combo that can then win me the game. That is a very common uh, error. Yeah. yeah, doesn't always work out, and uh, it's something I have to work on shortly. Because otherwise you sit there with two chains like on yourself. It's like any moment now the combo is coming. <laughs> but I think the best uh, best for me is just to like avoid those type of decks in the league so I don't get tempted. Hmm. Uh, I lost one of my first games ever against Hydro because of this. When he scouted my playstyle on, <laughs> on TCO and saw that I often held one of the one of the pieces to do Silus and waited for the second rather than uh, <laughs> rather than played efficiently all the time. Yeah, I remember that, but that, that that was fun. I guess we are all saying our our weaknesses. So I would say my weakness. Yeah, yeah, it's apparently around now. Yes, my my weakness is uh, uh, poor sleeping patterns, laziness, and uh, bad mentality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm exaggerating a bit, but uh, I would say I I. I I don't know. I think uh, when when things. Sometimes, not always, but when things are going really poorly, if I have a bad day or something like that, I I can kind of lose, start making too many mistakes and get kind of kind of uh, uh, flustered and uh, tilted. Uh, I would say that's my biggest weakness. Sometimes I am in a good state and I'm able to turn around. It's it's very dependent from day to day, but some days I I just completely. After some early things went badly, or if I make a mistake or something like that, and then I kind of snowball into playing worse and worse. That's that's my biggest weakness right now. I would say it's not always been like that, but it's kind of yeah, yeah. recent. Or Linus, what about yours? My weakness is um, spending too much money on secondhand market. <laughs> <laughs> so your your weakness is basically a strength in terms of like league no, form and stuff. No, my 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 weakness would be I I think it's more like the mental game that I. Uh, it's because I like to play a certain kind of uh, uh, style of game, and usually my main weak like my main nemesis cards are like Snakelifter, Borrow, um, too much to protect and graft. So I like decks that have a lot of artifacts that do fun stuff. And then I just want to push tempo and put the pressure on. So when I'm, when I'm like, because it's often in that way of playing, there's this debate of, does that person actually have it now? Is this the right time to push the like the gas pedal now? Uh, and then when it happens, it just, when you make this little wrong decision in that situation, it really puts me in a bad mood um, just because I know I'm lost. Like, my decks don't have comeback. <laughs> so so then if we play uh, 
NKFL and we go to next game, I should be able to reset. And that reset is not always the easiest. So mm-hmm. for me, the the moment when when I, especially when I made the mistake, when I realized it was in my control and I made the mistake, and then kind of coming back from that, that's that's super hard. Yeah, that so makes sense. My mental game to be more steady in that uh, uh, should be, and I need to practice more of that. We both need some uh, some some help with that, some mental counseling or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the reason it's going to be interesting to play uh, this season because I kind of have taken that as a goal and just more have a a bit more laid back and relaxed way because I know that my lineup is on paper worse um, than I have before. But and your mental just, game will be stronger. Yeah, so so that's so that's why I'm trying to kind of practice this league and see how far I will come. Um, so I have see. a question for you. Do you think? I'm excited. Do you think the fact that you took a break will help your mental game this season? Like it could because I, um, especially when you spam on TCO, it just sometimes just annoys when you get bad matchups after bad matchups, and it just. Oh, so so that you know, I I tend to do a lot of that kind of spamming, and then now I've, I haven't been playing kind of like at all the game, and uh, now the times I've been playing, it just it feels good, it just feels fresh, the mind is fresh, um, so maybe yeah. that could be something that helps me. It, it definitely helped me as well uh, to do the same, and it helped when I just brought this. That I thought would be a very losing lineup with no dis decks that I ended up placing second with. That was also just I will I was trying too hard and feeling that my decks ought to be better. Like why aren't they performing better? Why am I not like? And then I just took a different kind of lineup and relaxed a lot into the matches and and it helped. And I know Amritaka who's returning now has also gone through like a similar thing. He found some other games that he started playing in order to not put like all this pressure on winning keyforge and like how and letting how he does in the keyforge tournament change his mm. mood a lot yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a good uh, good like advice for people in general going into the nkfl is to yeah tr- try to not place too much of your own uh, success into the into the games and how they're going or how the decks are performing because it's a lot that can happen it's keyforge and it's a long season. Uh, I, I was talking about my mental game and like being on my bad mood. I never reflected on chat or ever like rage or ever do something like that. That's just the principle. Uh, but I, 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 I will have a goal that I will try to be ultra positive in any situation uh, after match, before match. I just want to be create this super positive vibe all the time like and through that also create a positive vibe for myself um i think that's also something that can promote our community and promote the game itself and you can try to be competitive and still have a good time so that's something that i'm going on like that's going to be one of my primary goals uh when i'm going to play the new nkf season that sounds uh, very nice uh Right, I think we need to move on to the general like league update. Did you want to uh, start us off with that, Hydro? Yes. So I guess we will go through. We should say uh, the winner of the entire league, obviously, Algernon, or 
uh, runner-up WHZ uh, some numbers, uh, WHZ12, uh, and then did you play for did did you play for third place or no? We did not. Okay, so then the two who are in shared third place then is Zaramis and uh, Emperor Riku, uh, and two of two of the top four came from Gold Alpha. Two of the top four came from uh, Gold Beta, and the overall winner of Gold Alpha uh, was Emperor Riku, uh, who then lost in the first round of the playoffs, uh, and. The overall winner of Gold Beta was Zaramis, who then lost in the first playoff yep. match. <laughs> so the the actually the per, the people who came in second in each of the gold divisions are the people who went on to the final. Yeah, and actually Wiz told me in the final that he also started off his season with three straight one-two losses, uh, and then. Uh, won his last two uh, and got up to playoff space. So it was the year of the the comeback uh, <laughs> comeback kids. For silver, we had as a winner of silver alpha Lorenzo ninety nine uh, with not tonight as runner up uh, for silver bait. Very scary players going into next season. For for silver beta, it was super tight between the first two. The winner was Dick Rowland, and with the, the exact same uh, record, twelve wins against three losses, was Swiper, but just a bit worse key difference. Uh, that was silver beta. For silver gamma, we have league veteran Sysox, uh winning the season with, uh, I mean, winning the division with twelve wins. And then right behind them, Christoph in place two with 11 wins. Uh, and that was all the silver divisions. And finally, the bronze divisions. And we have four bronze divisions this season. Uh, and the winner of bronze alpha was JDJ314 with a fantastic result of 15 wins and zero losses. Uh, Damn! Yeah, has that ever happened before? I don't recall ever seeing that. I don't think I've seen it before. And yeah, so that won him a KFPL spot, I guess, uh, because the person who had the best, best result, yeah, yeah, would win that. And he had some really strong competition in his division as well, with Dave C as a runner-up uh, with ten wins, only ten wins. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, huge congrats to JGG314 for that. Uh, in Bronze Beta, uh, the winner is was Second Act uh, and wrote an article about his experience. Really, I really recommend reading that one if you're curious about the league and the experience uh, uh, or how you think about matchups banning and stuff like that. It's really nice to have it all written down. And then uh, runner-up in Bronze Beta was Siaka. Then we move on to Bronze Gamma, which was won by Kveld. Uh, and runner-up, one, one win behind, was Karen. Uh, so you see these Bronze divisions with such strong players in it. It's insane how the quality of, of the players in the league right now. Uh, Definitely. And then we have Bronze Delta, which was won by Gorlami. Uh, and 
in second place we had anxious pirates um should we do uh, is is the league cup decided yet did they play the final uh yep yep they did uh anxious pirates won that that one as well so really well played for him and uh, in both the cup and the league this season so that uh, that was a format that was first a team format and then finally the final team had to play against each other so the team that made it to the end was the foxes by pirates i think uh and yep. yeah, and then he was the the winner in the Foxes by Pirates. And we should probably mention all three in the team. Yes, uh, because uh, I think that since it was a team event, I think it's important to. Yeah. So the others in the team were was um, Karen and uh, also Spymaster. Congratulations for making it all the way uh, to that team. And this is where we should mention that for next uh, season we actually have an. Uh, new updated format or rather we're almost going back to an older format for the seasons uh, because we're reintroducing after season 18 we're reintroducing diamond division at the very very top uh, so the players of gold going into season 18 will be competing for those precious few spots in the highest diamond division in season 19 and isn't that crazy that we're going into season 18 yeah, that's of AKFL. And I'm also really happy that we are getting a Diamond League without the playoff because I don't like playoffs. <laughs> I got... Yes, I don't like playoffs either. What? What do you mean? I, I, I got my only league title from, from winning a playoff after finishing second in the division, but I, I prefer actually without the playoffs. I think it's more fair. Or maybe not more fair, but it's I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for me, this is a bit embarrassing, but I actually did not think that the playoffs were part of the league when I played my game. I thought that they were like a bonus fun thing to just to establish an overall winner or something. But I thought that winning the division was the big thing. <laughs> so I did not prepare almost at all uh... going into my match with uh, Carl. I was like, yeah, this is a fun idea having a playoff. Okay, let's see who wins from the two different divisions. Uh, that turned out to not be the case. Yeah, luckily you know my decks and lineup like inside out, so hopefully it's very the, true. Like, uh, make that much of a difference. It's very true. It went like the matchups and so worked out anyway. But I think yeah. you told me, Zarmis, that you have played each other so many times that you wouldn't even need to look at his decks. Basically, you knew what you would ban and you know what oh, yeah, you yeah. would ban, and it was more like a formality. But the banning of Zap was was new, I think. But then we, but I knew he would ban Zap because we had talked about it <laughs> and how that deck was doing well against almost everything. <laughs> yeah, like the main reason I actually wanted to get rid of Zap was uh, I knew I wanted to save uh, MacLeod and. Uh, if I play MacLeod versus Sap, I have no no way of uh, removing Divsilus. I uh, I rely on the Axiom of Risk <laughs> yeah. and Savage Clash, and neither neither do that well versus it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, bring low onto Divsilus is also like, oh, it's great. It's good times. I think just for those who don't know NKFL so well, we did a really interesting calculation for the first game because. Uh, I thought that he would start off by playing his rush deck because I have a counter rush deck, which is ping. And I was guessing that he would play rush deck first because it's the least likely game that where I would bring ping as a counter is straight away because I like keeping it in case he has his rush deck left. 
And I thought, hmm, he will probably play his rush deck because of this reason. So I'll take the deck that is second best against his rush deck, but can also counter another pick if he doesn't do what I think he will do, which was car keys. Now I, I got crushed uh, in that matchup, but in theory, it was the exact right, right call. Um, <laughs> and it was very funny to see this uh, play out. But then I... Yeah, and we also did the exact same calculation before when we, last time we faced, we also played exact those two decks in the, in the first. About 3 0. So in the logo schism, uh, Zarmis comes down fairly on the side of the theorists, theorists over the empiricists, I, I, I guess. <laughs> the logo schism, yeah. Yeah, according to the lore, has this schism yep. between these two schools. Uh, Okay, but uh, I think that uh, finishes up our uh, episode. This uh, league recap. Uh, I hope uh, all our listeners have enjoyed this episode, and uh, see you next time. Maybe if I'm there. Forge on and prosper. <laughs>